like a gun Buzzing through the years of heroes but a dirty thing Drown from above Would you mind a little silence in me and everything Welcome back to the Public Lands Podcast for 2019. That was the amazing Cascade Cascade singing loud. She's one of the people that you'll be hearing from today after a feature interview with Rhoda Green, chair of the Friends of Saltwater State Park. As I announced in February, we're going to be bringing you weekly podcasts this year, starting with an Earth Day celebration in Saltwater State Park, hosted by the Friends of Saltwater State Park in Des Moines, Washington. That's a plan for this, the third year of the Public Lands Podcast, to interact with public land stewardship groups and leaders throughout the United States and North America. This spring and summer, we'll be mostly podcasting from parks in Washington State and British Columbia. We're going to have at least one weekly podcast each month dedicated to a roundup of public land news from around the USA, North America, and the world. And we have a series of park performances lined up, many of them with the incredible Friends of the Parks groups, like the Friends of Saltwater State Park, that we'll hear from today, as well as locally environmentally oriented musicians, artists, scientists, policymakers, organizers, rangers, and many more. Other exchanges set for 2019 in Washington uh, this spring and summer include Lime Kiln State Park on San Juan Island in June. They're going to be celebrating the 100th year uh, centennial of their uh, lighthouse. Um, and Moran State Park, we're going to have a couple events. Holden Village on Lake Chelan in central Washington in July, as well as environmental studies researchers, teachers, and practitioners are going to be gathered at the University of British Columbia for a special event that we're going to podcast from in June. These and other engagements with local scientists, stewards, and artists will keep us busy until we return to Minnesota in August, our normal base camp for the podcast, where we'll be uh, podcasting from the Minnesota State Fair, kicking off a regular schedule of podcasts will include parks in the Upper Midwest and a special trip to Costa Rica, among other excursions, and then a whole lot of uh, uh, reports from throughout the United States, North America, and as I said, the world. Thanks for coming back to listen to our third year and what promised to be the best year yet of the Public Lands Podcast. First, we'll hear from Rhoda Green, director of the Friends of Saltwater State Park in Des Moines, Washington. Rhoda sat down with us right after leading an intrepid crew of divers out uh, taking pictures and gathering live specimens to show to the visitors to the park during the Earth Day celebration that the Friends hosted. Personally, uh, watching these folks diving, uh, running around, getting everything done, uh, I don't think I would have been able to sit down for an interview, and certainly not uh, to be as engaging as Rhoda was, uh, as you're going to see here. And I want you to picture a perfect Pacific Northwest beach, <laughs> Northwest beach set in a gorgeous park filled with gigantic cedars, Douglas fir trees, western hemlocks, banana slugs, you name it. You'll hear planes buzzing overhead, but that is one of the amazing things about Saltwater State Park. It's just a few minutes from SeaTac Airport, yet a world away in terms of habitat and scenery. Rhoda and the Friends of Saltwater State Park were kind enough to invite the Public Lands Podcast, as well as the singers of Ecosong.net, to play live music as part of the informal, fun, and educational event. Let's kick things off by talking to Rhoda. All right, we're here with Rhoda Green, the uh, chair of Friends of Saltwater State Park here in Des Moines, Washington. 
And Rhoda, I want to start out by, well, first, thanking you for being here and thank you for this wonderful celebration. Thank you for uh, coming on out. It's a wonderful place to be. (laughs) It really is. In fact, I want to start there. If someone had never been here, give me just a, give us a brief description of Saltwater State Park. Well, you know, that's an interesting question on two parts. I just came out of the water because there's this awesome underwater park that we, uh, there's not a lot of underwater parks in state parks. So that's a a fantastic opportunity right there. Um, It's uh, very close to uh, SeaTac, so we get a variety of visitors that uh, just kind of hang over and hang out for a little while. It's like a about a two-mile hike around the woods here also, which is really nice. And uh, um, there's some trails up uh, for a little bit of old-growth forest, uh, nice shoreline. Uh, today is a special low-tide day, a negative uh, tide, so we have this huge beach front. So you know, if you like the beach to hang out at the beach, that's fantastic. Uh, uh, you know, Now we're getting kids uh, for the um, – we have um, – playground that's right here on the beach also that's another place to hang out you know bring the family and stuff so there's a variety of different things for what you like to do <laughs> yeah that, absolutely and just paint a little bit of picture for people here um uh rhoda just came out of the water and a whole group of divers have uh pulled some organisms out for the kids to look at and to teach them about and are going to put them back in and um We'll have a whole bunch of pictures also, you know, a lot of photography that we did underneath the water. So, you know, that we'll be posting shortly afterwards, too. <laughs> oh, good. Where are you going to post that? Uh, we'll be posting it on our Facebook page, uh, Friends of Saltwater State Park, you know, the uh, saltwater. So that's will be probably also on the WASA website also. Excellent. Yeah. I'll make sure to link to that as well. Uh-huh. So what about you personally? I think everybody that does the kind of work you do loves a place because there's something, at least one thing that they just love doing there. What's the thing that you really, when you think of Saltwater State Park, that you love doing here? Well, you know, I'm kind of a unique group because I'm a diver. I'm a scuba diver. So that's the first thing that brought me here at this park was the diving and stuff. It's a shore axis. Uh, so uh, when the tides are right, you know, we could just make that happen. And that's uh, fantastic. They have this underwater park that has been um, refurbished rather recently, 2009. So it's uh, three reefs that are approximately 100 feet long with huge rocks uh, and uh, fish, uh, rockfish, which are endangered in Puget Sound. You can't fish for them anymore, but they've just found this as an awesome habitat, and they're all over the place, and the link cod are out there. So, you know, a lot of for a lot of big fish, they're definitely out here and stuff, which is fantastic. There's very few places that you could come in this metropolitan area to see that type of life on a regular basis. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So as friends of Saltwater State Park, mm-hmm. what's some of the stewardship activities you've been involved in lately and sort of what's coming up for the Friends? Well, one thing unique about the Friends group is that uh, we've got people involved that like different things. Uh, land lovers that uh, like to hike, you know, so they're involved with a lot of uh, uh, restoration in the park. 
uh, doing hikes in the parks and, and maintaining trails and getting rid of a few of those uh, creatures that were uh, kind of overgrowing the area, such as ivy. Ivy doesn't belong in the park and it's not native and it's kind of taken over a lot of the, uh, became a monoculture and taken over a lot of the area. So they work on those type of areas. We have another group uh, with friends, um, they're Trouts Unlimited, uh, Duwamish Green Trouts Unlimited. They like salmon, you know, so, and we have a creek here. So that's their focus is uh, making, sh uh, counting the salmon, making sure that they're definitely coming here and uh, uh, shoreline restoration, the creek restoration, making sure that's uh, uh, healthy for the salmon because salmon here in Washington is a big issue and stuff. So that's a, another group that kind of focuses on that. We have beachgoers that love the beach, you know, and so um, for the low tides, you know, we, they specialize on low tide days to help uh, educate the people about the beach, enjoy the beach, and keep the beach at the beach. <laughs> awesome. It sounds like a lot of work you're doing that, which is awesome, but I bet it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, and I saw the, the Ivy League. That yeah, was really, that yeah. was clever. Was that your idea? Who's yeah. that? Was it? Okay, yeah, it was. good. <laughs> We're here with the author of that. Yeah, not often do you get to be part of the Ivy League. So, That's hey, right, you know, right. Let's, let's beef it up. <laughs> Absolutely, and you didn't have to pay anybody $500,000 to get in there. <laughs> yes, um, but we'll take the five hundred to help get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. and pulling it isn't any fun. Oh. Um, last question I have for you before I let you go, because you just came out of the water and you're very <laughs> gracious to do this. Are there any challenges or opportunities here that are unique to a state park in an urban context? That's not a common thing, really, to be surrounded sort of by an urban area. Uh, we're not far from SeaTac, the mm -hmm. planes coming over. Are, does that give you any challenges or opportunities as far as uh, that it would be distinct to a place like this? Well, it's it, that's an interesting question. Uh, on one hand, um, especially when I'm at the beach uh, talking about the low tides, I'm amazed about uh, as many people who come to the beach that are just kind of hanging out in between uh, their flight. They came back early, you know, and they have a little time. Or so they stop over here at the park, which is awesome. You know that that's fantastic. To have such a large size park, um, you also get uh, a variety of, of groups, which is great. You know, you it's a metropolitan area, so people are out here camping. We have campsites also. That's another one of those things. We get people that come up from Oregon, you know, on a regular basis because this is a great dive place. Mm -hmm. They could go camping here and dive also, mm -hmm. you know, so that just makes it another fantastic opportunity. Uh, and one of the things we always have to watch out for and take, a, a take in consideration is um, the amount of excess garbage that we get. So we're trying to work on those type of things. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of things, a lot of sense. Thanks so much, uh, Rhoda Green, chair of the Friends of Saltwater State Park. I recommend to all listeners to visit this beautiful place, and may we all follow the Friends of Saltwater State Park's example in stewarding our public lands. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Mark, for inviting me. Your music was awesome. <laughs> There's a whole lot going on during the celebration, a day that started out cool and cloudy but ended in bright sunshine. I plan on getting back to the area soon to interview the wonderful leaders representing the Marine Science and Technology Center, or MAST, program at Highline College. It was incredible talking to them, as well as the dedicated educators and scientists affiliated with the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, or NOAA, that were on hand to inform the public. 
meanwhile, today we will hear from Cascade Cascade, who performed a number of her songs at the Earth Day Celebration. Cascade Cascade will be performing this Friday night at Dobe Resort on Orcas Island and appears regularly around the area and tours frequently. Cascade Cascade was kind enough to perform loud at the Saltwater State Park event, for example, for which I'm extremely grateful. That's the song that Ecosong.net that we uh, did on Salish Sea Noise Pollution um, and put out on Eco. You can find it there on Ecosong.net. Um, I'm going to be, uh, as you heard at the very beginning of this podcast, uh, you could hear a little bit of Cascade performing it, and I would uh, love at some point to get a full recording of that because it was really amazing. Her rendition was amazing and ends the podcast, but first a quick interview with Cascade Cascade, and then we'll briefly hear from one of the state park volunteers. Apologies for some wind sounds during the Cascade Cascade interview. Quite literally, my windscreen blew off as we were starting the live public interview. All right, we're here for the Public Lands Podcast. We're going to be talking to um, Cascade Cascade and uh, hearing just a little bit about the wonderful musician whose music you just heard. And uh, I want to start out really with your name. Um, I think it's a fascinating name and so fitting. Uh, How did you choose it? Well, I chose the name Cascade Cascade because I didn't want to just go by Carly Calbero again. I used to do um, just solo stuff, um, and my wife actually writes music with me, so I felt like we should do something that has a little bit to do with home, and it it just it fits really well. It kind of keeps us grounded in in the place that we're from too. So, well, that's great. Yeah, and that's a, I wanted to ask you about that next. We're here at uh, Saltwater State Park for the Earth Day event, and it's really all about place and about Western Washington and the Salish Sea. Um, and I think I hear echoes of the Salish Sea and Western Washington in your music, but I'd love to hear from you how place affects your music. If there's any uh, of that element there. I think that with uh, Seattle, especially with the weather always being so kind of downtrodden and and, uh, stormy and rainy and gray, it's a perfect place to write music, and it's a perfect place to kind of get you into the right headspace to to think introspectively um, about the things going on in your life. And I did a a national tour a couple years ago, and there just really isn't a place like here in Washington and here in the Pacific Northwest to do your writing and to do your performing and to kind of get all of that kind of that stuff out mm-hmm. so it's a perfect place to um perfect your your craft i think mm-hmm. at least for me yeah, that make, makes a lot of sense um and i'd love to hear about um what you've been working on recently and sort of where you're going to take your music from here so recently i've been working on writing and recording i'm just getting started on recording a new full-length album which is going to be my first full-length album so some of the songs that i played today uh they're going to be on there and they're kind of about about love about home about family and um i'm really excited about it oh, so. excellent and what about any shows to plug coming up so coming up i'm going to be doing uh, a couple festivals this year i'm headlining a festival in wisconsin it's uh the national women's festival uh, over in Wisconsin and then over in Michigan doing what they call the family reunion, uh, which is kind of like friends and family. Um, and then I will be playing around Seattle here in the oh, next few months. So. Excellent. Well, great. Well, thanks so much. really appreciate you being here and hearing your music is just an inspiration. Oh, thank you very much, Mark, for having me. I appreciate it. And now a small window into all of the amazing work that volunteers do at Saltwater State Park and parks all over. 
We'll spend a few a minute or two with Bob, who leads families through the singing of the FBI, a song about fungus, bacteria, and invertebrates, the FBI. Apologies for not having Bob's last name. I'll share that with you next week. But for now, let me tell you that it was a heck of a lot of fun to be around, as are all of the friends of Saltwater State Park. So we have a song, and I need your help on it, okay? So, Dad, pick one of the daughters and your team up against them, all right? And when we get down here in the chorus, we're going to have Bob and one of your other daughters say fungus, and then you will repeat the word, and then bacteria and invertebrates in there, okay? So this is your chorus line. Are you ready? It goes, the FBI, whenever something dies, oh, the FBI is there on the scene. The FBI is working overtime, oh, the FBI, to pick the bones clean. And then you, one group fungus. will go, fungus, you will repeat it. Fungus. Bacteria. 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 Invertebrate. Invertebrate. The FBI. So that's the chorus. So, Bob, this is... Which Who wants to team up with Bob? You going to team up? Don't run away on me. Come on now. Are we ready? Maybe I'll just have to be my okay. okay, here we go. So there's fungus all among team. us and it's breaking things down, returning nutrients into the fertile ground. Millions of mycelium underground, that's why. When you hold a handful of the earth, you hold the FBI. The FBI, whenever something dies, oh, the FBI is there on the scene. The FBI is working overtime, oh, the FBI, to pick the bones clean. Fungus. Fungus. Bacteria. Bacteria. Invertebrates. Invertebrates. The FBI. There's losing here. There are billions of bacteria in that soil over there. Microscopic life is in all water, land, and air. You should know that they are there, though they are too small for your eye. These are secret agents of the FBI. The FBI, whenever something dies, oh, the FBI is there on the scene. The FBI is working overtime, oh, the FBI, to pick the bones clean. Fungus! Fungus, bacteria, bacteria, invertebrates, invertebrates, the FBI. Insects, bugs, slugs, and worms are working night and day. These are invert crew, our special agents of decay. To remove whatever's rotten, they will hop, crawl, hide, or fly. Enforcing nature's law, they are the FBI. The FBI, whenever something dies, oh, the FBI is there on the scene. The FBI is working overtime, oh, the FBI, to pick the bones clean. Fungus, fungus, bacteria, bacteria, invertebrates, invertebrates. The FBI lay down very still in the duff and learn their ways. Lift up a rotten log and you'll surely be amazed. Go creeping through the forest, learn to see and be a spy in search of evidence of the FBI. FBI, the FBI, whenever something dies, oh, the FBI is there on the scene. The FBI is working overtime, oh, the FBI, to pick the bones clean. Fungus, fungus, bacteria, bacteria, invertebrates, invertebrates, the FBI. All right, girls, good job. That's it for this week. 
Thanks for joining us, and don't forget to subscribe, download, and listen to the Public Lands Podcast each week. More importantly, join your local Friends of Group or another community stewardship organization so we can keep our public lands and help them remain the essential, biodiverse, publicly accessible, and beneficial places that we all love. See you next week. Out in the north, you can barely hear the salmon rise.